You are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material. And before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist uh, here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Stephen Halmerick, our Chief Economist. Stephen, first Tuesday of the month, no surprises as to what we're going to be talking about. Yes, thanks Belinda. It's very good to be with you again and yes, it's uh, RBA Day so we're going to be talking about their latest decision on interest rates but to uh, turn the tables a little bit, I'm going to be asking you some questions today. Um, so can you can you run through what the Reserve Bank did or, or didn't do today and, and why do we think that's the case? So at its August board meeting, uh, the Reserve Bank of Australia left its cash rate on hold at 4.1%. So this was the second consecutive on hold decision from the Reserve Bank and that follows an on hold decision in July. So now the last rate hike from the Reserve Bank was back in June and a lot of the, the movement over the last couple of months from the Reserve Bank is to really amplify the discussion around the fact that they have lifted interest rates so much. Interest rates have been increased by four percentage points since May last year. And really the evidence over the last two months has been that these higher interest rates are working. So what we've seen is evidence that inflation's coming down And also on the activity side, there's certainly evidence building that the consumer is starting to slow. So the second pause in two months and once again in leaving the cash rate on hold, uh, the RBA has noted that they'll have further time to assess the economic outlook and the impact of higher interest rates from here. But I will just say though, it does appear to be like another line ball call. You know, they are certainly talking about Uh, you know, continued, I guess, risks around the fact that inflation is still too high. The labour force data is still relatively strong. So it does definitely seem to be another line ball call from the RBA. Yes, I I think that's right. I mean, clearly, uh, as we pointed out in our our preview, where Mm. we we had expected a rate hike today, there was a number of factors leading to that view. One was, although inflation is moderating, it's at six percent in yes. the June quarter. It's a you know that's a fair way down from the peak of seven point eight percent in the December quarter last year. Six percent is still a long way from the target, which yeah. is two to three percent. And the most recent labour market numbers are very strong. Uh, the uh, national wage case would indicate some upward pressure on wages growth in in the coming months. So for us, there was a few factors that mm. led us to think there would be a rate rise today. But we also outlined some of the factors where they would pause. So. As you said, they've done a lot already, you know, 400 basis points, 4%. Um, There's lags involved in that monetary policy tightening actually being paid by people in higher interest rates. Um, Inflation is moving in the right direction. It's it's, it's moving lower. And I think particularly there's some ongoing signs that consumer spending is is going to be – is is definitely softening and is going to continue to soften in the months ahead. Yeah, so they really had to to balance up the argument about – Inflation is still high. It is moving in the right direction. But as they did note in the statement today, they're still watching the fact that prices of many services are still rising briskly. And that's what we saw in the inflation data 
uh, for the second quarter was that services inflation is still rising, particularly market services, which is more tied to wages growth. And also things like rent is still rising. So they're balancing that with the fact that they've also done a lot. And as she said, there's a lot of lags in the transmission of monetary policy. We're just going through the very large fixed rate roll-off in terms of uh, mortgages and are moving from fixed rates to variable rates. So we'll just see the impact uh, on uh, mortgage holders intensify from here as that pass-through continues. So it, it just seems that the RBA at the moment is comfortable just to, to sit on the sidelines and watch to see how the economic data unfolds from here. And I would also note that they have maintained their tightening bias. So their forward guidance was unchanged. So they're still saying some further tightening of monetary policy may be required to ensure that inflation returns to target in a reasonable time frame. Um, yeah, so I think that's important that they're still pointing towards um, potentially the need to, to raise rates. Um, but in terms of the outlook, yeah. um, so we actually have changed our view today on the outlook for interest rates. Uh, so can you run through what, we, what we're thinking now will be the base case and uh, the details of that? So just a reminder for our listeners, we had expected uh, prior to the RBA in August uh, for the cash rate to peak at 4.35% with that final rate hike in August. The fact that the RBA didn't deliver that rate hike today and just the statement itself has meant that we did remove that one final rate hike uh, from our forecast profile. So we do now expect the RBA to be on hold for a prolonged period at 4.1%. And just our read of the statement does suggest to us that the hurdle to hike rates from here is high. It would take, if you think about it this way, an upside surprise to the data from here for the RBA to change their assessment of the risks so an upside surprise on prices and or wages uh, for them to feel that they would need to lift interest rates again. So we do expect uh, the RBA to sit on hold for the remainder of 2023 uh, before uh, we do start to have an easing cycle in our forecast from the first quarter of 2024. Yes, and as you've said in the note, mm. um, between now and the next meeting, which is the 6th of September, we get both um, second quarter wages growth Yes. Uh, on the 15th of this month, yes. August, and uh, the next monthly inflation reading, which is on the 30th of uh, August, so very late in the month. Um, so as you mentioned, we would likely require a pretty significant upside mm. uh, risk to both those numbers uh, for the RBA to, uh, to tighten again in September. So... Our base case is now on hold. Mm. Um, as you mentioned, we're expecting the first rate cut in March next year. Yes. Uh, now, so on the Reserve Bank's new meeting schedule, yeah. which is only eight meetings next year as opposed to 11, uh, that meeting would be the 19th of March. So first meeting of the year is um, first Tuesday of February as, as per normal, and then it's all the way to the 19th of March. Uh, so by then, you know, what do you think the data will be showing the RBA to convince them that actually bring interest rates down a little bit is the right thing to do? I think there's there's three things that will be happening in terms of the economic data. We obviously have already seen a slowdown in the activity side of the economy. So the consumer's slowing. We expect that to continue and to lift in the second half of 2023. So by early 2024, it's going to be pretty clear the household sector uh, is slow. Uh, we also do expect inflation to 
continued to come down relatively quickly. Uh, so for them, for the RBA, inflation should be closer to target and obviously heading uh, in the right direction. So once again, I guess that body of evidence should be there that uh, any risks around inflation have been removed and inflation's pretty close uh, to being back in target. So we have, I guess, slow activity we have prices coming back down much closer to where the Reserve Bank wants it. And we also have the unemployment rate moving higher as well. So we know the RBA thinks the unemployment rate's going to lift to around 4.5% over the next couple of years. We think that's going to happen a little bit faster than the Reserve Bank. So it's just that body of evidence to suggest that interest rates don't need to be in the deeply restrictive territory they are at the moment. And then they can start to deliver an easing cycle, very similar to what we're expecting uh, by some of the offshore central banks, namely the US Federal Reserve. Yes, I should mention that after uh, the most recent interest rate rise from the US Federal Reserve, which has taken them up to 5.5%, we think they've hit the peak of their cycle as well, and we've got the first rate cut uh, from the US Fed at their March meeting uh, next year also. So a uh, very similar timing there, not coincidentally. Um, so... We've had a pause today from mm. the Reserve Bank. Um, 400 basis points of tightening is beginning, certainly beginning to impact in the economy. There's a there's big lags involved, there's, so there's more of that rate hike to come. So the, the May and the June rate hikes yeah. are not being paid by people in their mortgages yet. They will be in the next few months. And so we think that means an extended pause now from the RBA at 4.1%. First rate cut March next year would be nine months before it the last be. rate yes. rise and the first rate cut, uh, which is relatively, if I can use this word, standard uh, yeah. timing. Um, and and so, you know, we, we're coming to, or we think we're at the end of the rate hike cycle. Uh, these cycles go on. Mm. Uh, the economy, we think, will continue to slow, uh, but... You know, reach that soft landing that the RBA is really targeting. Yeah, if you think about it, the Reserve Bank uh, throughout this tightening cycle has really wanted to keep the economy on an even keel. Yeah. So our read of that is not to, to hold on to those gains in the labour market that we've seen over the last three years. And they've been willing to, uh, to kind of take a, a slower return of inflation to target compared to offshore countries. On the evidence at the moment, they're achieving their goal of, of keeping the economy on an even keel. Inflation's coming back down. Yes, it does remain at 6%, but it's certainly heading in the right direction. And it feels from today's statement, the RBA is feeling a little bit more comfortable about the upside risk. So an extended period on hold, there's still a tightening bias in place. So if anything, the risk do remain another rate hike. But as you said earlier, uh, it would have to be an upside surprise from here. So 4.1% looks to be the peak before an easing cycle uh, starts in 2024. Great. Well, thanks very much for that, Belinda. Really good to get your insights. And uh, thanks to our customers and clients for listening again. And if you would like to read our report on the RBA August board meeting, uh, which was published on the 1st of August 2023, you can go to combankresearch.com.au. 